Welcome back to Strip Down. I have an incredible, inspiring guest today. I'm so excited the stars align for me to have her on. I have the amazing Lori Ladd. She's an Ascension teacher and multidimensional channel. And Lori is an Ascension teacher and, like I said, multidimensional channel. She bridges the gap between you and higher dimensional beings. She provides a deeper understanding for who you are and why you are here. She teaches on awakening into higher states of consciousness integrating the human experience with the quantum field and navigating your ascension. She takes the complexity of those concepts and grounds them into simple and digestible ideas. Lori dedicates her life to assisting humanity in this planetary shift in consciousness. Her great prayer is that you remember who you are, why you are here, and all the beings of light that are supporting you. And I found Lori via social media on Instagram and fell absolutely in love with her light and all her stories that she shares and the way she shares. And I told her I needed to have her on today to really hold space for us and share, you know, with the collective, with the world. So Lori, welcome to my show. Thank you so much. Thanks, Allie. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you invited me on. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad it worked. Uh, we figured it out and yes. here we are. So here we are. I'm so, I'm so grateful. And I'm, I know it's going to be a beautiful conversation. Before we dive right in, I kind of want to hear how you got to this place and, you know, who, who Lori is, you know what I mean? You're always um, sharing and holding space for everyone else on your platforms, but I want to know who you are and how you got to this. Yeah. So I grew up in Southern California when I was 13 I had a mom that was really um, spiritual and was, you know, um, kind of like what we, you would consider back in the day, like new agey, right? And this was in 1989 when I was 13. And I was, I had this kind of awakening and knowingness of, oh, you're here to assist humans through uh, what, what we're calling the ascension. And, um, and I knew that it was going to be during a time where there was a lot of chaos where people were going to need a lot of help. I assumed it was going to be back then, 1989 was 13 years old. We kind of had this idea that it was going to be like cataclysmic events, right? Like, 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 uh, tornadoes and, 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 um, and, um, uh, you know, like tsunamis and, and those kinds of things. Right. And so it was like, Oh my God, humans are going to need a lot of help. Right. Now, after we were watching kind of what's happening at this now moment, it's like, Oh, it's not actually these massive physical cataclysmic events. It's, it's, it's consciousness shifting, right? Right. And this is the ascension process. And so I grew up my whole life back then, knowing what I was here to do, not doing any of it, being very kind of like Lori, third dimensional, going through life, going to college, getting a master's, trying to get a PhD, you know, getting engaged, not getting engaged, all kinds of fun things, having addictions, and it was when I was 40 years old, so I'm 45 now, it was when I was 40 that I said, okay, it's time to, to do my work. And that's when I started my work. I started my website. I started channeling. I started connecting with my guides. I started doing sessions. And it really wasn't until COVID hit that I was like, oh shit, this is why I'm here. <laughs> This is what they meant when they were like, you're going to be holding people's hands through the ascension. Mm -hmm. um, this is exactly what they meant. So now it feels like, oh, it's go time. It really feels like go time for me. Um, and so everything I'm bringing through right now is from higher dimensional light beings that have a much higher perspective than we are. It's everything that we know that we forgot, right? So when you hear the information, you're like, oh my God, this feels so 
true. I, it resonates. I'm, I'm like, I believe what she's saying, but I don't really know what she's saying. And um, because it's coming from a higher consciousness, we're higher consciousness. And we're like, I remember that. Like, I, that, that's why I'm, I remember that this was going to happen, that I was going to go through this shift. Um, and so that's what I'm doing now. Um, just trying to pop on social media as often as I can on YouTube, as often as I can and say, we've got this we're going through this. This is what it is. And it's always from a, from an energy perspective, always, because it is energy. It really is energy shifting. Right. Um, well, we so, are all energy, right? I mean, yep. at the end of the day, we are energy. Exactly. Right. We're energy. Our bodies are energy. Everything out there is energy. And even though it looks physical, it looks physical because third dimension is physical. It's physicality. Um, but it is, all energy. And we're starting to remember that. And we're starting to be like, Oh my God, what does that mean? Oh my God, that means I'm going to feel more. It means I'm going to be my body more. It means I'm going to alchemize denser consciousness is what is denser consciousness is. Oh my God. It's the trauma that I stored in my body. Right. It's like all these things we're starting to remember. We're starting to do, we're starting to feel. And it's like, Holy shit. I'm being like, I'm, I'm like run over by a truck right now. Right. Yeah. Like it's exhausting. Yeah. Um, because we're going through our own individual shifts in consciousness and we are assisting the collective in going through a massive holy hail mary shift right now that is like mind-blowing um and it's just the beginning <laughs> wake up call <laughs> it's just the beginning put your seatbelt on right put, put your seatbelt on hey listen on my, on my show i always say buckle up it's about to get real there you yeah. go it's i mean buckle it, up yeah seriously well and i think people you know that have been in this obviously and everyone's felt so heavy everyone feels like oh you know 2020 is going to end and, and it's all going to end and my own like guides and my own intuition says that's not true <laughs> unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know, it's not going to end. And what's going to happen is there's more. So we've basically been in like a practice round, right? That's how my guides talk about it. So we've been hit with like a hammer, kind of like, holy, excuse my language, but shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, holy shit. What the freak just happened? What are we going through? What does all this mean? And if you get down to the basics, you've learned most of us in these last six months have learned new ways of being. And there's a reason for that. We are preparing ourselves to be able to continue to walk through this shift with more ease and grace and breath and peace and calm because it's not ending. This is the beginning. This is the first kind of like domino, right? And then there's all these dominoes that are going to continue to quote unquote fall or collapse. And so this massive first kind of preparation phase, which is these first six months, seven months, has really prepared us to be able to stand in this as it continues to unravel, um, and it's not going to necessarily be the same sort of things like. COVID is going to die down and there's going to be other things that are going to boil up, things that are way more intense than COVID. And so we've been prepping for that so that when it does unravel, we have the skills and the tools to say, oh, I've been through this. I remember how to go through this. This is what I did last time. 
I'm good. Right. But there really isn't going to be a break. It's kind of just kind of be like, we're just continuing, <laughs> you know, like there's no timeout. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. The universe doesn't really give you a timeout, huh? <laughs> right. There's no timeout. So if you think about it right now, whoever's listening to this, if you think about where you were six months ago and where you are now, even if it's tiny little shifts, tiny little ways of being, you've shifted. You, you, you've, you've learned to maybe be a little bit more present. Maybe you've learned how to find a little bit more compassion. Maybe you're breathing a little bit differently. Like you've never, maybe you're actually noticing that you're breathing now or you're in your body. Maybe you're noticing that you're feeling more anxiety and stress and then you're figuring out how to deal with that. Um, there's so many things that have kind of boiled up for us to look at so that we can get rid of it so that we can hold ourselves in more light and more, and more frequency at a higher frequency, I should say. Um, to be able to navigate what's coming. Right. Well, and, you know, when you talk about higher frequency, like, you know, obviously I have an idea of what that is. There's a lot of people, of course, listening and also just even people I know on social media who are like, what does that even mean? And what do you mean frequency? Like, how would you break it down in basics for someone who's really not open or awake yet to this world and like kind of where we all are as actual, you know, as collective? How would you explain like, the frequency and, and how to view that as human. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. So let's see, where do I start? Okay. So energy. Okay. So let's start with consciousness. Okay. Consciousness is you could call like soul, a soul, a spirit is consciousness. Okay. And Consciousness is energy. And energy is light. And light has a frequency to it. And a frequency spins. So light spins. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when that's, when it spins, it creates a frequency, which creates like a vibration. You know, people are like, I like your vibe. You've got a good vibe, right? What they're actually saying is I like your frequency. Right. Yeah. I like the, I like the light that's in you that's emanating out from you, creating a frequency. Mm. So a frequency is just the spinning of light, which is a consciousness. So consciousness will be experienced differently based on the frequency of it. For instance, fear is a consciousness, right. which means fear is an energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it holds a specific frequency. When you connect to that consciousness, you're going to feel a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. And fear is a lower frequency compared to love. Love is a consciousness. It's, a, it's an energy and it's a frequency and it spins faster. And so when you tap into love, when you experience that consciousness, it feels different. It feels better or good, right? And so your body is holding all kinds of consciousness or energy or frequencies. So your body's holding lots of different types of frequencies. And those frequencies are consciousness. That consciousness in the third dimension is emotions, thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, traumas, any experience that you've had in the external, like arguments, fights, these things that we've had in the external is consciousness. Mm -hmm. 
And when we have an experience externally, we digest it as energy. So for instance, if you have a fight with your mother or your father or your, or your husband or your wife, there's a consciousness and an energy exchange that happens. You consume that into your body and you feel angry or sad or rageful or depressed or whatever you feel. It's in the body, it's a consciousness and you're feeling it. So when you move through a process that we like to call ascension, what's happening is your physical body that's holding all these frequencies, consciousness, energy, is beginning to move itself into holding higher frequencies, right? Higher states of consciousness, which consciousness is energy. And so what happens when it does that is it starts to alchemize or dissolve, release, get rid of what a lot of humans will call the shadow. But really all it is, is consciousness that's in lower frequencies than the frequencies that your body is starting to hold and move into, mm. right? Because your body is moving into these higher frequencies and as it does, the lower frequencies can't come along because they're not in that same frequency. They got to go somewhere. And the way they go somewhere is they pop up so that we can feel them through. We feel them through. And so we start feeling more as we start to recognize what we're going through, right? When we start to recognize what's happening and that we're actually like beings that are in a body and that we're actually consciousness and energy, and you start to move back into your body, all of a sudden it gets real chaotic and crazy because you start feeling bipolar because you're like, wait a second, yesterday I was sad, today I'm happy, you know, tomorrow I may be melancholy. There's all these frequencies or consciousnesses moving all through the body all the time. And when you feel it, what that means is you're tapping into a consciousness that's giving you the experience of an emotion and you're like, oh, I'm feeling sadness. What does that mean? It means the consciousness of sadness is moving around your body and you're tapping into it for the sole purpose, really, for it to alchemize into higher frequencies of light. Mm. Because the sole purpose of this whole journey, the, the main reason for this whole experience is, is moving into higher states of consciousness. The body. The body's doing this. Okay. Uh, we already are, right? We're souls or spirits or whatever you want to call it. We're actually not shifting. It's the body. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually your physical body allowing that shift. Yeah. And then it allows you to experience different states of consciousness and different ways of being and things like that. Right. Yeah. It's the body. Yep. Well, and what I love about like, you know, your practice or anything you share on social media is you really do try to bring it back to a realistic and real and attainable way of viewing it. Because I think a lot of people, why they have trouble with this and what they even express to me is like, it's, you know, very woo. It's very out there. It's very crunchy. It's very this, it's very that when you hear, you know, this kind of stuff. And it's like, I get it. I was there a long time ago where I thought the same thing. I was like, oh my God, that's ridiculous, crazy, you know, crunchy, all the things. But now that I'm way more aware in general and open to it and have opened that door. Now it's like, for me personally, I can't shut that door. And it yeah. just continues and I continue to shift and I continue to learn. And I continue to just kind of just roll with it and like let things kind of just keep 
happening and sit in my shit, even if it's hard and, you know, and just, um, and just keep evolving. And I think a lot of people have a hard time when they look at this, cause they're like, oh, it's so woo. Like, you know, like, what do you mean? And it's how you just broke it down with energy is it's like, that's the simple fact. We are all energy and we are all, you know, parts of that. And when you think of things that way, it's like, well, that actually makes sense. That's science. That's a real fact. Right. Cause I'm not a very woo woo person. You know, I, I've never been woo-woo. I don't like going woo-woo. I don't like, like, I, 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 I've, I've always had this, like, uh, I just like to keep it real, like, just normal, grounded, like, let's just speak, like, fact and basic energetic physics, because that's what this is. And, you know, a lot of people will ask, you know, well, how do I raise my frequency? How do I raise my vibration? How do I do this? And it's like, you know, my guides are always like, it's your body's doing this. You, you're not in charge of raising your frequency or raising your vibration or any of that. Your body is doing it, right? You just start going along for the ride. Trust that your body knows what it's doing. It's going to do it. You're already holding higher frequencies, right? And I think a lot of times in the spiritual community, you know, we try to sort of, um, you know, make it seem like it's love and light and rainbows and unicorns and all this stuff. And you're bypassing the actual human experience of it, which is like, oh shit, I'm angry today. I'm rageful. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm going to argue. I'm going to scream. I'm going to yell. I'm going to be depressed. I'm going to sleep for freaking 18 hours. Like that's the realness of it. Like that's ascension. That's being human. That's being real. Like that's the piece that's so crucial. I think, um, in all of this, because that's the truth. That's right. Because you're, you're aware, right? And that's your, yeah. that's you essentially identifying to your truth of whatever that is. Right. And all it is, is energy. If you realize that, a de that depression is just energy moving through your body, sadness is just energy moving through your body, anger and rage, just energy moving through your body. It has nothing to do with you. It's not you, right? So we identify as being it because we don't realize that we're not it. We're actually higher consciousness in the body and the body is what's feeling that. And then we associate with it, right? Oh, we associate that energy as anger. We associate that. And then we, and then we label it. Well, anger is not good. Oh my God, you can't feel anger, right? Rage isn't good. You're not supposed to be feeling rage, right? Sadness isn't good. You shouldn't be feeling sad. We label these things as good, bad, right, wrong. We judge it. And you're like, what the freak am I judging? It's just energy. Why would you judge it? It's just an energy moving through your body. Like when you really start to take a look, you, step, you start to become the observer. And it, if, you, if you really want to start to dive into this, what happens if you just look at it as, because it is just energy, what happens if you look at it as just energy moving through the body instead of labeling it as right, wrong, good, bad, I should, I shouldn't? When you start to do that, you allow yourself to just flow. You allow yourself to just have whatever you're having, even if it's uncomfortable, which a lot of times it is, right? But you allow it to be okay because there is nothing wrong with the human journey. There's nothing wrong with every single horrific, traumatic thing we've gone through, beautiful thing we've gone through. It's part of the human journey. And when you become the observer of that, you start to realize I've done nothing wrong. I've just been the human. I've just been doing my life and I'm in this consciousness that allows me to experience all these different feelings and emotions and thoughts and traumas and all these things. And I'm just in it. I'm just having it. Right. I'm just having it. 
And it, it takes practice. And not everyone gives, wants to even do that, right? But it does, it takes, it, it allows you to, to move through things quicker. It allows you to have acceptance and, and self-love easier and compassion for yourself and compassion and empathy and, and love for other humans. Um, because if you can have compassion for your own anger or your own rage or your own um, sadness or whatever, then when you watch somebody else, you're like, oh, they're just having their human experience, right? You then can have compassion and empathy for them because it's like, oh, you're in, you're feeling, you got anger moving around your body right now. Go ahead. Right. You don't necessarily take it personally. Oh, you're triggered by something I said, Oof, you got, you know, rage moving around your body. That's okay. It has nothing to do with me. Right. It has nothing to do with me. It's your body. It's your response. Right. It's yours. I just somehow triggered it in you. Right. So then if you, if you go deeper and you're like, yeah, but if I'm having a conversation with someone and they're mean to me and they're, and they're, and they're saying whatever these things to me, how am I not going to get angry? How am I not going to get upset? Well, you may, but it's not them giving that to you. It's you experiencing it. Right. And then you get to choose how you're going to respond to it. You're going to choose whether you're going to buy into it and say, oh yeah, this is me, whatever they're saying, this is me. Or you're going to say, uh-uh, it's just an energy and a consciousness that I'm feeling based on that exchange and I'm just going to let it be. I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to feel it and be gone, done with it, right? It's just, it's observation. It's being the observer. The more you can observe, I think the easier it is to move through everything that comes at you and everything you're going through. You know, it's, it's been the biggest piece for me, I think, especially in these last six months is just watching myself experience this. I, Lori is now experiencing this. Lori is now experiencing this. Lori is now doing this. Lori is now feeling this. Um, because then I can allow myself to experience it or feel it or go through it. And when I'm having conversations with people that annoy me or trigger me or like put me in a bad mood, right? I can say, oh, I am now feeling frustrated because of this conversation, right? Oh, I am now annoyed with this person saying this. Oh, and it becomes not about them, right? It becomes just about the experience. Oh, look at, I'm in a conversation with my mother. She's annoying the hell out of me. I really mm -hmm. want to get off the phone, right? So I'm watching it instead of in it, like, uh, being triggered essentially like in, in the moment and like kind of firing back actually yeah. being able to see it from that perspective and then take it for what it is, but not actually react right to like what's happening in that moment. Exactly. Or if I react and then I notice myself reacting, right. Then I have a choice. So that's the thing about the observer is you, you get, you have a choice. Right. So when you, when you start observing yourself, then you're like, oh my God, I can choose how I'm going to respond. And then you, when you choose the thing that like, for instance, like if I'm on the phone with my mom and she's annoying me and I'm being mean to her and saying mean things, and I don't mean to say they mean things and not really mean things, but like, you know, like when you get like a mother daughter relationship, yeah, you're just like, why are you asking me that question? What do you mean? What's a podcast? This is so, such a, such a weird question. Like, so I'll watch myself do that. And I'm like, oh, look at how you're treating your mother and I'll choose to keep doing it right? Or I'll choose to say, I'm sorry. You know, so I ha I'm, an, I'm, I'm aware of exactly what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, how I'm doing it. And I'm choosing to keep doing it. And when I choose to keep doing it, even like, even if it's like staying in anger, right? 
Cause I'll do that too. Like if I go to the grocery store and I'm like, huh, I wonder if I'm going to be in a, like a compassionate space or if I'm going to be in a, you know, like irritated space. Right. And so I'll walk into the grocery store with my mask on and I'll be observing how I'm going to be. Right. And I'll say, okay, I'm going to try to be compassionate. And then like five minutes in, all of a sudden I'm back into rage and anger and frustration. Right. But I'm watching myself. And then I ask myself, do you want to move to compassion? No, I don't want to move to compassion. I, I want to stay in anger and rage. Okay, great. Stay in anger and rage. When you're ready to move into compassion, maybe you'll move into compassion. I don't know. Maybe I will, but I'm not ready to right now. Right? So you're, you're constant. You're not a victim and nobody's doing anything to you. Right? So you're aware of what you're choosing all the time, especially in the environment that we're in right now. Right? Because- right this environment that we're in is going to tell you how to be. It's going to tell you what to think. It's going to tell you what to feel. It's going to, it's going to try to control you. And so the more you can say, Oh no, 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm in charge here. Like mask or no mask, right? I'm going to be in charge of how I'm going to respond to this. Um, and the, and the only way to do that is to become the observer. But then you're not really judging yourself. It's kind of like, Oh, look at what I'm choosing right now. Okay. There's no attachment to it. It's like, okay, so what? Next. Okay, I got angry. Next. You know what I mean? You're just kind of like, big deal. Right. It's, it's not a big deal. Whatever you're choosing and whatever you're, you're, you're jumping into, you choose it, follow through, and switch it. Even like with anything, any relationship, any just anything. It's, it's massive because it gives you freedom. You're free. Right. You're not consumed by what it was that triggered you. Or like you said, like you're the one who's angry. It's actually energy that's just moving throughout you versus thinking like you're an angry person and you can't get past this. It's no, this is what's happening right now, what I'm feeling. And it's totally valid. And then I can let it pass through and move forward. And I think you're right. I think there's so much of that right now with the media and everything telling you what to feel, how to do this, 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 that it's like you do get consumed and then people just get angry, get angst, get rage, get this, get that. And they don't realize that it really isn't necessarily them. Maybe they are angry about a situation, but it's not necessarily them and their thoughts. It's what you just said. They're being told and controlled to do. Right. And, and, and right now there's so much divide that it's, um, it's like this kind of, um, it's almost like a bullying type of energy where it's like, you know, how do I explain this? Like there's this, there's a, there's a large consciousness of um, like the popular kids, right? Kind of feeling. And like, if you, if you go against the popular kids, what's going to happen to you kind of feel kind of energy out there right now. Um, and so you quiet yourself, you muzzle yourself, you, um, you're, a, you know, there's, you're timid. Um, you believe what you're being told because it's easier. It's easier to believe and to follow than to kind of stand up and say, wait a second, I'm going to go up. I'm going to fight against the popular kids and, and, and actually feel into what feels to like my truth. Um, there's a lot of that going on right now because it's asking us that consciousness is asking us, what is your truth? Like mm. what is actually your, it's called sovereignty. 
we are born sovereign. Like your little daughter is completely sovereign, right? She's got, she's doing her own thing. She's like, you know, she's, nobody's telling her how to feel, how to think, how to be right. Like granted she's five months old, so she doesn't have a lot going on. Three months old. Yeah. Oh, three months, (laughs) but she's, she's sovereign, right? So she, she's in her own energetic field. We are sovereign beings. So what that means is like, nobody has the ability to tell us what to think or feel except for us. We are our own energetic beings, but we have been kind of programmed and conditioned for thousands of years to look outside of ourselves for information, right and wrong, good and bad. What's my truth? You know, what feels good to me? We look outside to get the validation of what is right or what is wrong, right? What, what is everybody else thinking? What is everybody else believing? Maybe I should go with that, right? So this, is, this time right now is all about coming back to your sovereign space. What is your truth? What actually resonates with you? And the only way you can get there resonates means what is your resonance? Resonance is your frequency. What's your frequency? It's your light inside of you. What is the light? The light is how you navigate every single energetic thing that's out there. You, we are designed to navigate this on an energetic level because everything's energy. And so when you start to come back into your body and into your resonance, You start to say, oh, I resonate with that. I don't resonate with that. Oh, I like that. I don't like that. That feels good. That doesn't feel good. It's all resonance. It's all energy. And then you start saying to yourself, oh my God. And there's no logic to resonance. Meaning you may look at somebody and say, oh, something feels off to me. That doesn't, they don't resonate with me. And that is it. That's truth. You don't need to logically try to understand it. The logic, you won't be able to find logic to it, right? Well, why would I not want to hang out with that person? Or why does that person not resonate with me? It's not going to make sense because it's not from the mind. It's from the, it's from your energy connecting to their energy and your energetic field is saying, no, not, not something's not quite fitting for me. Um, And the more we do that, the more we trust it, the more we listen to it and the more we become sovereign. So then you turn the TV on or you turn on the radio or you turn on social media and you start navigating it from an energetic space, a resonance space without trying to make it logical. You watch somebody's feed, you're like, okay, I feel drained, exhausted and negative after five minutes of being on that person's feed. That's your resonance. Okay, maybe I won't go on that person's feed for a while. There's something that didn't resonate with me, right? Then you go to somebody else's feed and you're like, oh my God, that felt so good. It felt happy. It felt light. It felt free. That's your energetic resonance connecting to their energetic resonance from a social media account, right? So you want to follow that over and over and over again. And you want to start to ask the questions. You want to start asking questions. You want to get into your body, you want to feel, and you want to ask the questions. Does that make sense? Does that resonate? Does that feel good to me? We don't even ask that question. Does that feel good to me? We believe that we have to feel not safe or not good because that's what we're told. But we're starting to realize, wait a second, what if I have a choice? 
What if I have a choice in what I choose to hold as my reality? Because there's other truths. There's other, there's other things to choose. There's other ways to feel. It's really breaking out of a kind of mm, uh, handcuffed type of like way of being that we've been for so long. We're literally breaking free. And when you come into your sovereignty, you're, you're, you become free. You become, you, you, you start to recognize that you can create your reality. You can create your reality. If you're in a present moment state, you get to create your reality. And you're not, there's nobody else in your house saying, oh, no, no, I need you to do this. You need to go this way. You need to think this. You need to, you need to think this way. It's only when you look externally that you receive that. But when you come back to present moment and you just listen to you, you're fine. When we look externally and we start to pull in all the information, then all of a sudden we get confused. If you shut all the external off for 24 hours and you just listen to your own truth, what actually resonates with you? Maybe it's the narrative of, you know, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's the narrative of blah, blah, blah. What actually resonates? What are you choosing? What are you choosing? What's, where, what, where, what is that? Because we've been so manipulated and controlled that we don't realize that we're manipulated and controlled until we stop and take a step back and say, wait, hold on a second. And this isn't a right, wrong, good, bad. It's, it's not any of that. It's not a, a left or a right or a middle or any of that. It is literally your energy and deciding like what you want to play in and what you don't based on what feels good, what right. feels right. Right to you. Yeah. Right. To you. Right. Right. To you. Right. Right. To you personally. Exactly. And when you say connect to your truth and, 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 you know, that's sovereign, you're basically referring to essentially like your intuition, your own spirit, right? Yep. Yeah. Your intuition is another way of saying your resonance, right? Your intuition, your gut, your knowingness, right? Um, and that is connecting you to your spirit, your soul, um, your light. Right. Yeah. And it's practice. Oh yeah. It's been practice for me. And I mean, I'm still very much working on it, but I feel like I started really experiencing it when I got pregnant with my first daughter, Amelia, it was like, all of a sudden I started seeing things differently and you know, the world looked different to me and even people I was around, things weren't resonating the same way and things weren't feeling the same way. And I just started kind of paying attention. And then once I had Amelia, I went through pretty heavy postpartum depression. And once I came out of that, and I found the light at the end of the tunnel, I realized that I had programmed myself so much in so many different ways and what I thought motherhood was going to be and what I thought to expect and this and that and that. And once I freed myself of that, I was able to get to a place of light and happiness and just own what motherhood was, which was, it's beautiful, but it's messy and chaotic and that's what it is, you know, and yeah. not trusting and believing what I was seeing on social media and reading and digesting and taking in and then faulting myself. And like you said, and shaming and judging and all these things that led me down this dark road. But then once I was out of it and able to see everything to go, oh, but that's, that's not me. And that's not my truth. And that's not where I am and who I am. And so I feel that for me, I almost got started on this journey 
you know, before all this hit. And now for me, it's just continued as I have a second daughter, you know, as like, I don't think there's any coincidence that I ended up being pregnant during a pandemic. I think that that was a line for me, for my learning, for my growth, you know, and everything. And at first it was like, you know, everyone, you know, on social media and on mainstream media, like, you know, oh, you know, be so careful being pregnant with you know, COVID and this and that. And at first it was all operating out of fear. It was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then when I finally stepped out of it and started to really, like you said, kind of just go into my own truth, and turn everything off and focus on me and meditate and talk to my baby. I was like, I'm okay. You know what? This is a blessing. I get to be home. I get to pause. I get to relax. I have help. My husband's home. You know, all these things that at first I wasn't seeing because I was just seeing just fear and restriction and, you know, all of that. And that's continued now into having my two girls and being home and, and all this is to remind myself as heavy as this can be, there are so many blessings and there are so many choices that I can make. I think it's beautiful what you said about how like when we are looking externally, which we do all the time, especially with social media, right? I mean, it's so addictive. Social media is so addictive, right? So we're always kind of externally looking. One of the great things about COVID is that the news has kind of shut down. I mean, it's still there, but it's, it's, it's not, it's kind of like all of the, the media has sort of quieted, even though they're still loud, it's quieted a little bit. And it's allowed us to sort of say, wait a second, it's turned the noise down. And so now we're sort of all coming inward and saying, wait a second, what is actually mine? What's mine? And especially with social media, right? It's like, there is an energetic pull that happens when you turn the little button on and you go in, right? And every little box is an energetic connection, right? And it's really kind of like you, you're losing yourself. And then all of a sudden, 15 minutes later, you're feeling depressed or horrible about yourself, or you're feeling like, or you're feeling great and amazing about yourself, right? But here's what you want to look, you want to focus on this. You're literally taking your energy and moving it in externally to something, right? Like, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Like you're like, almost like you're turning your back on yourself, right? And then when you stop and you say, okay, wait, I just gave energy to all of this. Okay, great, fine. Now let me come back to me. Who am I again? How amazing am I? Can I love myself? Can I feel myself? Can I give myself praise? Can I, like, can I take that energy that I just threw on how amazing all these people are and look at what they're doing and oh my God, they look like they've got their shit together and all these things, right? External, external, external. Boop. Okay, great. I just threw all this energy out. Now when I turn the phone off for a second, what about me? Can I bring, can I focus any of that attention back on me? Because what we'll do is we'll turn it off for a second and we'll go do something else, right? And then we'll, we'll it, the external, will, the eyes will still be external. It'll still be right. out there. Instead of like, wait a second, 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 wait a second. What's going on with me? How do I feel after I just turned social media off? How do I feel after I just watched that? How do I feel after I just listened to that? How do I feel? What do I need? What, what am I emotionally feeling right now because of what I just did? What happened to me, right? And then you'll start to realize how controlled we are by those externals, right? And then you're like, oh my God, all of the things I've been feeling, the emotions, the thoughts, the beliefs, they've been because of this and this and this. You're able to, to recognize, oh, holy freak. When I go on that person's page or when I listen to that podcast or when I watch this thing or when I talk to this person on the phone or when I go to this grocery store, when I leave, when I exit, when I turn it off, what am I feeling? 
you typically, we don't pay attention to that. Right. We just keep going. We just keep going. And then we're feeling certain things and we don't know why we're feeling certain things. We come home and we're angry. We come home, we yell at our partner. We come home, we beat ourselves up. We come home, we feel bad about ourselves, right? Uh, we feel depressed. All these things we're feeling and we don't realize why we're feeling them because we're not aware the moment that we start to feel them. And so then we can't understand what caused that experience in order for us to choose next time whether we're going to do that again. Next time, I'm not going to go and listen to that person speak. I'm not going to go to that grocery store. Or I am going to, but at least I know that when I do, this is pretty much what's going to happen. I'm going to feel this and this and this, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's people in your life, at least for me, right? Where it's like, I know that if I go hang out with them, this is how I'm going to feel when I leave, right? Right. And then, but at least you know that. Yeah. And then you get to choose, right, whether you're going to go or not go. And a lot of us start choosing not to anymore because it doesn't feel good because we're now aware of what it feels like. This is all about like bringing that awareness to the energy of what it feels like, right? As soon as you stopped sort of externally looking at all the moms or all the information or all of that stuff and you came back to you, it was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm okay. Everything's okay where I am. I've got amazing, I've got an amazing life, right? You start to get present and sure you're going to have those, those feelings when you look out and, and experience whatever you're experiencing as a mom or a new mom or whatever, but you, you always practice bringing yourself back into, wait a second, can I give myself a little bit of like, hurrah, cheers, you're amazing, you're a rock star, you're awesome. I don't know, maybe a little bit, right? Tiny bit. How much can you, right? Um, but it's not easy at all. No. Love, you know, giving ourselves compassion and love is like such a hard thing. Oh my God. It is. I, and we, and we all do it. We're all guilty of it. And we're all, you know, it's like, I mean, it's, it's wild to me. Like no matter what expert I talk to, no matter what guru, they all say that it's like, we all struggle with that self-love, with that grace, with that humility, with, you know, the cheering on, like, and like you said, it kind of goes back to what we were kind of programmed as. For sure. I mean, you got that little nugget right there, right? And that little nugget doesn't know that it's not going to love itself, right? It doesn't know that it's going to be conditioned based on the external to not love itself. And so it's this, it's this unconditional dense, this is what we're clearing. So that when 3D, yeah, it's a third dimensional consciousness of of basically suffocating our consciousness, the density of 3D is so intense. There's so much fear. There's so much control. There's so much manipulation. There's so much um, greed and and, um, these consciousnesses that are in the dimensional field we're standing in that as we start to move, as we start to grow and become we are unconsciously and, and unaware of the fact that these dense consciousnesses are on top of us from the moment we begin to breathe. And it's so unconscious that we, aren't, we don't even know how to make sure that it doesn't happen because we're not even aware of the fact that it's happening mm-hmm. until right now. So now what we're doing is we're, what we're actually seeing 
the consciousnesses that have been keeping us in this in this density that has allowed us to believe these things about ourselves that's not true which is and the and the way that this is happening is it's bringing us back to ourselves it's bringing us back in so that we can say wait a second when i was 3 months old i was a freaking rock star i was unconditional love and nothing's changed the only thing that's changed is i started to age and i started to walk about in this third dimensional consciousness that is inundated with dense dense consciousness that we call fear and greed and manipulation and mind control and all of these really intense consciousnesses that we are standing in that pulls us out of the awareness of who we are over and over and over again how does it do this it tells us that we're not safe it tells us that we don't have a choice it tells us that we have to believe everything that is external we don't listen to our own resonance we're never taught to listen to our energy we're not even taught that we are energy right we're taught the opposite you know and and we're taught to look out and to and to search out and to listen to all these other individuals right there's all this stuff that's happening what's clearing right now what are we seeing come up right now what's the massively large consciousnesses that we are seeing boiling up into our awareness fear control censorship manipulation why because these are the things that have been dense 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 third dimensional consciousness that we have been programmed blindsided in consuming that has kept us from who we are kept us from believing ourselves choosing ourselves trusting ourselves loving ourselves and the ascension process is being able to step outside of that to see it and to begin to come back here to your body to your light to your energy to your frequency to your resonance and then you can look out and say oh shit look at what i've been in this whole goddamn time you don't realize the fog you're standing in until you get outside the fog and you say holy shit i've been in fog this whole time like what what i've been in fog and sometimes that process which is what's happening right now can be very very challenging for people to go through because they don't want to believe that they've been standing in fog their whole life mm-hmm. it breaks it breaks down any sort of normal boxed yeah like it breaks down the system that they have kept themselves in that makes sense and if they have to step out of that fog and actually see that it has never been what they thought it was they don't know how they don't know what to do with that and so they'd rather stay in the fog unbeknownst to themselves that they're in the fog instead of courageously stepping out and saying oh there's a new way of being there's another way of being which is higher states of consciousness and courageously beginning to say what does that even mean what does higher states of consciousness even mean 
And, and how do I know that I'm stepping out of it? Right. How do I, and like, what is that? And that's what we've been going through. And that's what this is. So higher states of consciousness is starting to make choice based on what you believe. It's starting to speak your truth. It's starting to understand that there can be divide, there can be right and wrong, but there is also a neutral perspective around it that both, both sides can have their sides and, I, and you can still hold neutrality around it, right? There doesn't have to be this massive polarized right or wrong, right? Being able to stand in the middle of the road, look at both sides and say, there's two sides. I'm going to go to the right or I'm going to go to the left, but I honor that there's two sides. Right. And technically you could go to the middle, right? I mean, it's really like you just said, whatever identifies with your truth. It's, there's no, whereas like, I guess what you're saying with 3D, it's, it's very much like it's, it's this or it's this. There is no gray. It's black or it's white. There's no gray area. And from what I'm gathering, from what I've been learning and on what you're saying is that there is so much gray and that we're now kind of allowing ourselves to enter that gray area and experience that. Yeah. And the 3D is very much of, if you're on this side, it means this, this, this. If you're on this side, it means this, this, this. And because we're on separate sides and we don't agree, then it means that we're going to argue, that we're going to fight, that we're going to debate, right? That's the, that's the mentality of 3D. When you step into higher states of consciousness, the mentality is, I resonate with these things over here. I still resonate with these things over here. Let's just say we, you still resonate with certain things, right? Okay. I have an opinion. This is my opinion. I have an opinion. This is my opinion. And the opinions are based on your frequency. Higher states of consciousness is saying, oh, cool. So many different opinions. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm not over there in that opinion. I'm over here in my opinion, but I can see that opinion. Can't understand it. But I see it. I understand, I understand wh why it is based on frequency. Okay, let, it, let, let that be, right? That's higher states of consciousness. Or you're like, I'm not doing any of that. I'm staying in massive neutrality and allowing all of it to play out. But 3D consciousness is bullying, pointing fingers, right or wrong, censoring, uh, using fear to manipulate, um, seeing your way as the only way. What? That's, that, that's like asinine to me, right? My way is the only way. That is the truth and the absolute truth. And, you know, and these are consciousnesses that are great. We've been in them for thousands of years, but we're asked, being asked to step out of them. We're being asked to move into higher states of consciousness. We're being asked to ascend into these higher states. It's not even being asked. It's happening. Right. Well, and so the fact that it's happening, that's what it means, right? When you speak about on, you know, your platforms and others talk about the 5D consciousness, that's where we're going. Yeah. So that's a natural, it's a natural movement of energy, right? So naturally what's happening is there's high frequency light coming down onto the earth plane all the time. And it's moving onto the actual physical earth plane and the human bodies. And so when this high frequency light comes down into the bodies, what it does is it allows the body to start to naturally begin to move into high, higher frequencies ascending into higher dimensional fields and higher states of consciousness. And it happens in a very slow process. It's very slow, but it's an actual energetic shift. It's happening to every single human body. And 
the way you begin to actually consciously move through it is you start to choose. You start to wake up and say, oh, I'm starting to move through different frequencies. I'm starting to feel certain things. I'm starting to understand certain, you wake up. And so if you're in a body and you're experiencing the 3D world and you're not waking up, your body's still receiving that light. It's just not doing anything. It's just sort of going right through it. Because again, the way you move into the higher states is you have to alchemize the density. So if you don't alchemize density, your body's not going to go anywhere, right? The density is still going to stay there. So the way you actually ascend is you have to be awake and you have to feel, right? And that's what's happening on a collective level. The way the, collect the human collective shifts is the human collective has to feel the very dark, uncomfortable, crappy consciousnesses that we haven't even seen really much less felt right which is what's coming up right now mm. right i mean having a mask on your face is a consciousness that is drenched in fear and control when you put a mask on what do you feel you feel like you're being controlled and you have fear yeah, and those are the fear yeah. And those are the two largest consciousnesses that we're clearing in the collective. So that's, it's like genius that this is how it's being initially sort of brought in for us to see. Right. right? So it's a natural process. Your body's naturally doing it. And it's about you being aware of it, cognizant of it, and then choosing whether you even want to do it or not. You don't even have to. That's the other thing, you know, you don't have to, you're like, no, this is, this is nonsense. I'm not doing it. But you eventually will. Anyways, right. Right. Eventually it's just going to happen. Right. Cause that's where we're all going. But like right. saying, it's right now, it's kind of a choice that if you choose to wake up to this and experience it, or at some point you're basically just going to kind of be forced into it. Eventually you're not, you're going to, you're not going to be able to deny it. Right. Because what it is, is, you, you know, there are these way showers like yourself are, are, are showing the way. Right. And basically what you're doing is you're being in higher states of consciousness. You're talking about higher states of consciousness. And what that does is it opens up that field that we call 5D, right? That 5D field becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And when it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, those that are still asleep or unaware that they can start to tap into this, it's going to be inevitable. They're going to start to feel it very slowly, right? But they'll start to feel like, what is that? What, are, what am I feeling? I'm feeling... I'm feeling like a present moment or I'm feeling like I have a choice or I'm feel they'll start to tap into this really large 5d consciousness right now. It's not as large as it's going to get. It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. How does the 5d consciousness field get larger? More humans start to be in that field. They start to be in that consciousness mm. and then it just gets bigger and then it gets bigger and then it gets bigger. Right. And because it's all energy, the humans that are walking around in the 3d really kind of, um, silent around it and their eyes are closed, right? And they're just really in that 3D. They're not going to be able to help the fact that they're going to start to feel this other really massive, large 5D consciousness field because more humans and more humans, millions of humans woke up in these last six months. Millions of humans are starting to hold 5D consciousness. And it's, and it's like a domino effect. Right. right? It, 
it's a domino effect. And, and, and being home, right? Like what you were saying with COVID and everything, it's like as much as it's been heavy time for all of us, like we're all home. So we're yep. able to kind of tap into more of ourselves instead of being on an autopilot, like I know I was and running around and not really thinking about things and just doing things and just continuing the hamster wheel, if you will, instead of actually taking things in and being aware and, and like you said, being present. And so I, I imagine that that's also had a huge part in people waking up and being aware and doing their own research and identities in themselves and everything else. Yep, because the COVID is, is, is so much bigger than what we see, right? Because it, it does, it's, it's brought everybody home. Most, not everybody, it's brought a lot of people home. It's brought a lot of people into a present moment state. It's, brought, it's, it's taken away a lot of our addictions that we've used to keep ourselves busy. Um, and so it has brought us, it has forced us to start to be in higher states of consciousness when we didn't even want to. Mm, yes, so true. Right. right. And so to that note, Lori, where do you see us going? So you say 5Ds, you know, it's happening, it's all coming. Where do you see us going and what can the collective, I guess, be aware of and how do they how do they navigate as we go into this next con next consciousness? I know that's kind of what you're all about is like helping you know others ascend and be able to be at peace and move into the next life. Yeah, I mean, I think really if you're if you're starting to sort of tap into this and think about this and look at this and 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 be in this, it is about starting to see the bigger picture, like see what is actually happening from a different perspective, an energetic perspective. Um, and a key piece to that really is that we're starting to allow yourself to be however you are, allow yourself to feel however you're feeling, allow yourself to be the human that you're being, because you're going to start to feel it more and be it more and understand it more as you start to wake up. And the reason that is so important is because the only way to move into higher states of consciousness, the only way to move into a 5D consciousness and to assist the entire human collective in doing that is to be aware and observe everything that you are going through. It's literally like the microscope comes on and it's like all about you, right? You're just kind of like, oh my God. And, and the people that are around you and you're, you know, it's just the microscope scope gets really intense around you. So where we're going we're going into a 5D consciousness. We're going into a 5D field. We're, we're starting to wake up out of the density of the third dimension and the control and the fear and the manipulation and all of that that we've been in. We're starting to step out of it and we're starting to move ourselves into sovereignty, into choice, into freedom, into peace, into free will, into present moment, into more love and compassion and empathy. It's starting to happen more and more and more. So we'll start to see it more and more and more. And it's beautiful to watch. I mean, today there was like massive worldwide protests of countries that are saying no to masks. And the reason I say that's beautiful is because people are using their voice to, to, to make a choice, right? Whether you agree with masks or not, it's not about that. It's about, wow, people are, are making choices. They're, 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 they're making a choice. They're standing up and saying, this is my choice. Um, and that's powerful, right? That's really, really powerful in a time where, where, where that consciousness is trying to get louder and louder and louder. It's all consciousness. It's all consciousness. It's all energy. And it's shifting. Right? Yeah. Well, and, and, and you saying that with the energy shifting, it's, it's 
obviously going to get, I imagine, heavier before it gets more better. And like you're saying of the love and compassion, because because we've been in it for so long, right? And that energy is so heavy that it is going to essentially kind of push against and kind of be like a like a friction, I guess. Yeah, that my guide showed me like, um, imagine a playground mm-hmm. and you've got a bunch of bullies, right? Mm-hmm. And at first the bullies are really big and loud and they're obnoxious and they're like, we're going to bully the whole playground, right? And at first you're kind of like, oh my God, they're big and they got muscles and it's like intimidating, right? The fear, the control, it's loud, it's scary. You kind of, you kind of uh, shrink down and say, okay, I guess it's, I guess it's what's happening. But then all of a sudden more people in the playground are like, I don't think so. Like, no way you're not bullying us anymore, right? And the bullies at first are like, oh, wait a second. We better get louder. We better get more mean. We better show our muscles more. We better take our shirts off and let them see how big we are in our muscles, right? They start to freak out and get scared because the tactics aren't working. The consciousness isn't working anymore. More people are standing around in the playground saying, no way. And the bullies are like, and they get louder and louder and louder to try to control what they've never seen before, which is what's happening, right? So yeah, it's going to get louder. More bullies may come out that we haven't seen before. Bullies being denser consciousness, right? Not necessarily humans, okay? But denser consciousnesses, consciousnesses that are going to show us that we have been maybe censored or maybe manipulated, or maybe there's been like massive you know, programs that have been going on underneath our eyes that we haven't seen. I don't know, right? But there's a lot that's going to come up. And so these are kind of like bullies in the playground and they're going to get louder and louder and louder and louder and louder. They're not going to grow in terms of like taking over, okay? But they're just going to get louder and make it seem like they're getting bigger. It's going to seem like it's getting worse. It's not getting worse. Very key. It's not getting worse. They're just getting louder because they're scared that they aren't going to have that control any longer because the people on the playground are seeing it and saying, hi, I see you. Holy shit. You're crazy. No more, no more, no more. Right. And the bullies are like, Oh shit, we got caught. Mm. They see us. They see us. Oh my God. They see us. That's really what's happening. Oh my God. They see us. Oh, holy shit. Right. And so the the, the, mask literally isn't on anymore. Right. The masks are literally off. Right. Exactly. Right. The masks are off. And we're like, I see you. And they're like, oh shit, they took their masks off. They're not listening to us anymore. And what happens is uh, anarchy basically. Right. And so what, here's what, here's the key to remember the bullies or that consciousness, these systems that have been in place for, for thousands of years, they aren't growing. They're not getting bigger and they're not going to take over. They are dissolving, but they are going to get louder. So it's going to look like they're getting bigger. That's really important to remember that we are on a timeline or on a trajectory. Let's just call it a trajectory that, that is for our highest good. We are on a trajectory where we are going to quote unquote, move into these higher states of consciousness, no matter what happens on the playground. It's an absolute, it's a trajectory that we are on. It's like standing on one of those, um, when you're on the airport, in the airport and you're on one of those walking things that just walk for you, when you were, that's what we're on. You can't get off. We're on it. 
and we're moving no matter what is what else we see along the way okay so there's other things on the side that we're going to bump into and it's going to get really loud and obnoxious but we're still moving forward into these higher states and even though it looks like we're going to hell in a handbasket perhaps it's not happening it just looks like that okay mark my words you'll come back to this in like a year and be like oh my god you were right even I'm though there may be something it. more chaotic, right? Unraveling, like a different bully in the playground. You're like, yeah, but there's this new bully. Yeah, but where are we at right now, consciously? You right. know? We'll be handling it in a different manner. Yeah, and it, it'll be, we'll be in such a different state. And it's, right now, what I just said is very hard for people to hold. And I completely understand it because we're in the midst of like a massive um, tornado or volcano. So you're in the volcano and you're like, I'm sorry, but there's no way, you know, they're talking about this and that. And, um, and just wait till the volcano is done erupting and you'll be standing there like, oh shit, she was right. All right. We made it through. Yes. And that, and that's, the, and, and that's really, I know your, your word to the collective is like, we are going to make it through. It is going to be more beautiful. It is going to be peace. And like you said, and love and people, they need to remember that as they are going through myself included this and feel that heaviness and do feel like it can be hell in a handbasket. Yes, because we, we, yes, it, we get through it and it passes and we, we actually get through, we actually come out of it in a really beautiful way. Um, it's just not easy right now. It's not easy being in this. It's not easy going through this. It's not easy seeing what we're seeing. It's not easy feeling what we're feeling. None of this is quote unquote normal for us. All of us have been sort of experiencing new ways of being in our lives that we never thought we would. Uh, emotions that we never really thought we would be experiencing in the intensity that we're experiencing them. And so the biggest piece is to be able to understand, to be able to hold compassion for yourself. Um, as often as you can in whatever you're going through and to, and to try to hold pieces of, you know, the best is yet to come. I mean, we, I mean this is just, this is, this is, this is, this is like, uh, this is the greatest gift we could have been given, even though it feels the opposite. It's the greatest gift. It's almost like, let's see, like, you know, people say like, oh, they had a near-death experience and it was the greatest thing they ever had happen to them because they were able to live a completely new life. It's the same kind of thing, sort of. It's like, this is actually one of the greatest things that, that will ever happen to us. And we're going to look back and say, oh my God, thank God that happened because it literally catapulted us into a completely new way of living and a new way of being that we aren't in yet, right? So you can't see that. You have no idea what I'm talking about. I know it. I've seen it. I know exactly where we're going. Right. But in this now you're like, I'm pretty sure this is hell. Like I'm pretty sure this is, this is awful. Right. And what I'm here to say is this is the bomb that needed to blow up in order for us to move into some of the most amazing and beautiful ways of living that we've ever experienced. But I the bomb that. had to happen. Yeah. We have mm -hmm. to have the bomb. Right. Well, and sometimes, right. Like you just said we had to have the bomb. Sometimes there has to be, something massive in order to there to be a shakeup for something else to shift. And I, and right. It, I mean, if it, it, we can't, 
we don't even realize how, how, how we've been living and how we've been so dimmed. Our light has been dimmed. Our, 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 our energy centers have been dimmed. Our ability to, 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 to trust ourselves has been, I mean, so much has been dimmed and we've been living this way that has been so dense. It has been, it's like when you use your brain, right? Everyone's like, oh, you only use 3% of your brain, whatever they tell you that statistic is, right? And you're like, holy shit, what the hell is the rest of my brain going to do if I can access it, right? Like, that's insane. It's the same thing with who we are. We have been dimmed by this consciousness so much that we've only been accessing a tiny aspect of who we are and what we're here to be and do and feel. And we have to break out of that which has dimmed us, which means that these massively intense, powerful and dark systems have to be blown up and collapsed. And that's what's happening. And a lot of people are gonna fight it and a lot of people are going to say, hurrah, let's go, right? Mm -hmm. And then anything and everything in between. But it's all divine. It's all perfect. You can have all your opinions and emotions and beliefs and all of it about it. But you also get to start to choose. You also get to start to become the observer. You also get to start to have more compassion and empathy for yourself um, and compassion and empathy for others because they're going through the same thing you're going through. And you're not right and they're not right. You're not wrong and they're not wrong. Um, I mean, that's a good practice right now in this massive divide, right? What if I'm not right? What if I'm only right because it's right for me? That's right. Why, why can't I hold their right? You know, divide is a big one. It's a really big one. And um, it's what we're, it's one of the things that we're starting to, to, um, to collapse. There's a lot of control that can happen when you divide uh, a collective. Because when you divide a collective, then they're fighting against each other and they're not looking at the bullies. They're looking at each other. And it's like, why are you fight? Why are we, I'm sorry, time out, time out. There's bigger fish to fry. Why are we fighting against each other, right? But you don't realize the bigger fish to fry until you step out of the divide and you say, oh wait, maybe it's not about these divides. Maybe it's about the puppeteers that are creating the divide. And then you're like, well, who's creating the divide? Well, look around, go deeper, ask more questions, right? So it's not conspiracy theory. It's none of that. It's, 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 it's looking at what is happening, looking at where the energy is, looking at what that feels like and what it does, and just starting to ask questions, right? Like, why are we fighting against each other? Why are we fighting against each other? I'm confused. Why are we... Why is this happening? Where's my energy going? It's just a question, right? Just start asking. Ask am I in the, the yeah. yeah, ask the questions. Am I in the fog or am I standing outside the fog looking at the fog saying, holy cow, I've been in the fog, right? <laughs> right. I love it. Well, I, I, I'm yeah. your lips to God's ears and angels and guides about us going through and being on a light trajectory. And I truly do believe and feel that within. And I think every time I get heavy, I remind myself that there is so much beauty coming and it, I can feel it and there is so much shifting and people are opening their eyes and being present as you said and finding these gifts that they didn't know they had sharing them and you know there you're right there is so much beauty in that so thank you so much for bringing your light to my show Lori and sharing so much it was truly amazing tell us where of course we can 
find you, follow you, all the good things that you have going on and people can connect with you so they continue to have the light. Thanks for having me on, first of all, and your precious little one with us. That was amazing. Um, they, you can find me on my YouTube channel at Lori Ladd, L-O-R-I-E-L-A-D-D. And um, Instagram is Lori underscore Ladd. And then Facebook is Lori Ladd. So those are the three spots right now that are, you know, the best places to find me and to connect with me and, and to hear me. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Lori. And until next time, guys, cheers. Bye.